Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning. Action. Hope you guys are enjoying your coffee this morning. You know, I made my coffee the way my mom usually does with cinnamon, a cinnamon stick inside of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I I'm, I'm really missed her coffee, so mm. I had to do it with canela. Old school. Old school. Old it is school, a guys. Thursday night for us, Friday morning for you guys. Yes. <clears throat> um, I wanted to um, show you guys something Brother Derek sent us. From all the way from New Mexico. Yes. You guys ready? Yeah. So it was nice because, you know. Well, every- seeing it in the light. Oh, well, my that's, gosh. Yeah, everything we've been through. And, and he had said he sent something, and we we're kind of out of it, so we forgot. And all of a sudden, see a big old box get here. I know, real big and box. And I'm like, it said Subaru or something. I'm like, did you order? We don't even have a Subaru. <laughs> Anyways, um, this guy makes these locally, and he sent it to us as a gift. Look at this. Yeah, it's beautiful. Look at that. It's like a burgundy cherry, burgundy cherry, red burgundy. Like candy apple. Mm-hmm. You know what's really cool? But that candy apple. It's candy apple. Um, your friend, the other one, sent yeah, the, 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 the one. real blue one, okay. and then now we have a red, a red one. And it's beautiful because I don't have anything it. red popping on our wall. Johnny's probably like Johnny Muppet. Why is it red? Why is it got to be red? It, I think it's so beautiful. Because I got a blue one, homie. Now I, I got both. I don't have. Unity. I don't have anything red, so I think that's gonna really pop on our wall. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, thank, thank you, you, Derek. And you know, I wanted to say thank you because a few weeks ago, I think maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, I got a box and it had a little plant in there. And it said Rosa Sharon, and I did not know where it was, where it came from. And today I told mm-hmm. you, I've been taking care of it and they're ready to blossom. Yeah. And I told you, gosh, I need to find out who sent me. And you told me that Jennifer sent it yeah, to me. Yeah, I was like, I thought I had told you. No, Jennifer, he never told me. I probably did, but you were out of it. No, you never told me until today. But anyways, Jennifer... Thank you so much for my beautiful. I'm, I'm, they're ready to start blossoming, and I've been taking care of it every day and just talking to it, and they're ready to, the little the little buds are starting to come yeah. out. They look so beautiful. I've seen the first little tiny hint of like a, a hot pink starting to show, but thank you. Thank you, sis. That's very special to me. <coughs> it's very, very special little flower. And Marlene, thank you so much for my um, Starbucks card. I redeemed it today, and I actually had Starbucks today. We both did. Yeah, we both I'm not did. a mother, but... <laughs> but thank you so much for thinking of me, sis, and for, um, for sending that to me. That was very special, very unexpected. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Man, it's it was just beautiful. The the little gestures, I they're very special. So thank you so much. I'm very very humbled. Yeah, I'm very humbled with, with those gifts, guys. Thank you. You know, the other day, um, I wanted to buy some more plants for my aquarium. <laughs> As you guys know, I have all. I switched over to live plants what a year ago. Yeah, I've been I've been in the aquarium hobby pretty much on and off my whole life since I was like eight. And I've always used plastic plants. 
it wasn't until this year that I actually used real plants. And it's a struggle because I'm not a green thumb type kind of guy. Anyways, we bought this little, beautiful little fish, what, a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. All orange. You've probably seen them if you've seen them in pictures. We bought the one them. that does a little somersault. Yeah, it was like this. Here's the thing, though. When you see a fish every day, you don't realize it grows. Yeah. And it grew to <laughs> it was about like this big, yeah. right? Well. Beautiful. Beautiful yeah, fish. Yeah. Beautiful fish. I would feed him food that would pop his orange color. Mm-hmm. And that's all I would feed him. And he, he looked like a tilapia, man. I started getting hungry when I would look at him. <laughs> but anyways, what I didn't know is that the bigger they get, <clears throat> they, um, they really like to eat plants. <laughs> so I was super excited. I went and I told the lady at the store, I told you, I said, man, I'm going to, I've had life plants for a year, but now I'm feeling more confident. I said, I'm going to fill this aquarium up with plants. I so think you spent like $40 on 40 plants. 40 bucks, 42 <laughs> bucks on plants, right? Aquarium plants. I was all happy. And I, and I, just filled i mean it just looked lush and you got all excited and you yeah. called me and you're all look and yeah. it was beautiful right it was beautiful mm-hmm. right actually i might have a picture of it before it what happened happened right so the next day i get up all excited i my my aquarium lights up at a, at 10 30 it automatically like a sunrise i'm all excited the plants were demolished that fish yeah. Thought I gave him a salad. <laughs> and he ate that salad all night long. That's why he was doing a lot of somersaults. I was so angry. I was mad. I'm like, what did you do? You know? And and then you were just sitting there watching him. He's still doing it. Yeah. And he, he was just eating them, eating them, eating them. And um, I had to make a choice. Because honestly, in honesty, he was getting too big for my tank. And I'd already felt that already, but yeah, that pushed me over. Like I'm like, dude, you just demolished this whole thing. And then I realized I read about him, and I mean, you can't blame the guy. That's how God made him to eat plants. Yeah. You know, but. And you gave him a feast. <laughs> it was like the Last Supper for it him. It was his last last meal, it, like it last meal. Was. It was his last meal. Well, I mean, he's still alive. I didn't kill him. I actually took him back to the store where I purchased him at. Um, when fish get too big, it's um, this store is like hardcore hobbyist, so he's gonna get taken care of, you know. So when I brought him in, they were already like, "Oh my god, this he's is beautiful, a beautiful fish!" Yeah. And then one customer came in, you know. So I just said, "This, listen, just give me some credit. I need some more plants." Replace you know? the ones that he ate. Yeah, so I bought more plants, left fish there. You know, I told them, I said, you know, he's this fish is really peaceful. He just likes salad. You and know? he likes to do somersaults. Yeah. And um and they always they always take care of the fish. They really they really care about the hobby. It's not just a fish store. So uh Yeah, I, I just <clears throat> landscaped the whole thing all over again. I, I figure you guys wanna know this stuff. I know you're itching to know about you know why? my aquarium. Because he's going to have a sermon for it pretty soon. <laughs> That's why, guys. <clears throat> so, I, I know I took a picture of it when before the dis- disaster. Yeah. <sighs> so. Where's my water? You just had it. We're off. Here it is. Uh, so you guys ready, guys? We're gonna. Um, we got two verses we want to share with you real quick. 
And um, I'm reading out of the Amplified today. I don't know where my new King James is. What do you mean? It's right there on the my on my jewelry table. How would I know that? It was right under the iPad. Do you want to go get it? No, I'm already ready. Okay. I like it. the Amplified. Okay. So we're going to read out of Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Okay, let's do it. It says this. It says, therefore, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing in his resurrection from the dead, keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Verse two, set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth which have only temporal value. Okay, and out of the message, can I read out of New King James too? Sure. Because we're, we're so used to doing it anyways. So New King James, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. That's it. That's it. Okay, mm -hmm. now let me go to the message. The message. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection, life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. I like the way that ends it. It says, see things from... His perspective. It's it's almost like um, you remember everybody would always wear those bracelets and they had that story that says what would Jesus do? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, there's funny videos if you go to YouTube of cameras catching people as they're walking with their face to the phone. They're almost getting hit by cars. Falling into falling. Falling into in the ditches, ditches. Falling into yeah. pools. Falling into fountains. It's a lot of funny stuff, man, you know, <clears throat> and um, and they're funny to watch. But in actuality, is that, could that be how God sees us? He's like, you're so focused on what's in front of you. You don't even see the big picture. Keep your eyes above on, you know, and and, and um, I think that's a good illustration of that mm -hmm. is that we walk around with only worrying about what's directly in front of us. And, and that impairs your vision. It impairs you to see what's ahead. That's why those people trip and fall and, and hurt themselves and, and, and whatever, you know. And I love the way it says here. Um, I forgot which, I think it was the one you read, but where it says, set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, not the things that are on earth which have only temporary value. You know, right here it says, um, see things from his perspective. You know, I'm curious <clears throat> to um, really break down that word habitually. To continue. I know, but I want to. Hmm. Yeah, so she's looking for that. This is a verse that... Um, By a way of habit. Customarily. Yeah, habit, mm -hmm. habitually. Yep. 
constantly, constantly, you know. Um, I have said to many people, this is how I, I did my time. It's a nature of habit. Yeah, this is how I did my time. Because if I focus on what was around me, all I would see was other inmates, uh, concrete, barbed wire, fence. But I, I chose to look up to the Lord because the Bible says that I'm not, that I'm in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You know, and whenever you, this is a good thing to, to make a part of your walk. Because when you go through something, and all of us do, guys. We all go through something, whether it's health or trauma or something. We go through things. Um, if you don't learn how to keep your eyes focused on Christ now through peacetime, how will you know what to do when the rubber hits the road? Yeah. When it really comes down to it, you know, and some most a lot of people utterly fail. They fail, you know what I mean, because. I like how it says that word habitually, habit. Yeah. What is your habit? What is your go-to? You know, because if your go-to is things of the world right now, when things are great, then when things aren't great, you're going to habitually go to that which is a habit. Which is you're forming that habit. Yeah. So is your habit to seek God? Automatically, is that your default? You know, because if not, something's wrong. And and I think that it it, it goes so far beyond. It made, it made me think about something that um, I said to you today. I think it was today or yesterday um, when we were driving. It it was it was it was it had to do with something that a lot of women go through, and I think a lot of the times we don't we don't realize that it's a form of habit when a woman wakes up and feels the need to constantly <clears throat> habitually put on makeup. Mm. And and I told you that and I said that I I was at a point where I can never walk out of my door without putting on makeup. Oh, that was 3 days ago when we when we went had to the, the tire. tire. Yeah. And then we almost and, almost and fell out. see the thing is is that we didn't realize we had a flat tire i walked out we were just supposed to go run a quick errand and i wasn't even the hobby supposed- lobby remember yeah i wasn't no we hadn't even said we were going to go to hobby lobby yet because i wasn't even going to get off of the car yeah, remember the sloth mm-hmm. cartoon yeah and i wasn't even going to get off of the car so i didn't put no makeup no nothing you know and the thing is is that i haven't but the thing is is that all my life um I have always been the type of person that would always put on makeup, always. And I don't know what happened, guys, in the last year and a half, even since doing these devotionals. Um, I've been able to really share, like, my true colors. Like, I've been able to expose me. Um, And it's almost like the Lord has allowed me to come out of my shell you know, and I don't have to feel the need anymore because I realized that it went so far beyond, like it stemmed, it came from somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, that I felt the need to constantly always felt like I had to cover up, you know, it was habitually, but it stemmed from somewhere way far beyond. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. And, and I, and, you know, when I started to realize it as 
I got closer, my walk even got closer with the Lord and I started to see it reflection, reflecting from other people. Mm-hmm. When I would see other women and I would started to see it more and more as I started ministering to other women because I saw that it actually, there was, there was just more to it. It's like sometimes I remember when Sister Lydia always says, you sometimes got to stop and see um, like the root of where something comes from, mm-hmm. you know? And I realized that for me, what was it that I was covering up constantly? Why was it? It was the insecurities. There were so many insecurities that I had and I realized and it stemmed. So it Look beca- at them. Oh. You're talking like you're talking to me. I am talking Talk to you. Talk to them. I am talking to You're talking to, to, to the women. I'm not, I don't wear makeup. Stop, babe. I'm not used to this like you. But anyways, ladies, ladies, you guys understand, right? It's like, you know, it's like you, it's like a sense of security and everything. And so I realized that, but, you know, it took me a while for me to really love myself and it, and, and for me to feel a sense of security with myself. And I, I think because of that, I'm able to now feel comfortable in my own skin And for me to finally find that root of where it was coming from, the insecurities where I was coming from. And sometimes, you know, it it becomes habitual. It becomes, you know, so Mm -hmm. that word just stood out to me because of that. Made me think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I know for you it doesn't because you don't don't have makeup. makeup. I don't have hair. Um. What? Nothing. I don't know. Say something. Say it. I just like this verse because for me, it has always helped me to focus on Christ. Yeah. It's always been a reminder for me um, because I know that we're not of this world and the things of this world are only temporary and the things of this world sometimes can become overbearing yeah and we have to recalibrate ourselves and and keep our eyes on jesus and keep our eyes on christ and keep our eyes on 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 him you know he's he's the hope he's salvation he's everything and i heard it said once that if you're if you constantly um how did he say it i'm trying to remember how he said it but there's a lot of battles that you will have to fight through this life more than you have to if your eyes are always in the things around you. Yeah. Then then on Christ. You know, and So most of your time is is, it, it, yeah. is focused on other things instead of, you know. Yeah. So you make your life harder. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's you know and I, and I've seen that happen. I've seen people get very bitter, people um, always arguing with people, people always want, and it's like when I see somebody always arguing on Facebook or always, you know, it's like, dude, you don't even, you need to look up, Yeah. you know, um, because when you look up to Christ, that stuff disappears, Yeah. that stuff goes away, you know, and, and it lets you recalibrate and focus on the big picture. 
Because you're walking around in life like this with, this could, maybe it's not a cell phone, maybe it's your career, maybe it's your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your neighborhood, your gang you're in, or whatever. And you're just focused like this. And here's the thing, right? Put your hand in front of your face and focus on your hand. You know what happens? Everything else becomes blurry. Yeah. That's what happens. But guess what happens, though? When I try to focus on everything in the room, my hand becomes blurry. Yeah. So what's blurry for you? Is Jesus blurry or is this life blurry? That's, it's a, and, you know, that's, a real, that's just some real talk. Because if Jesus is always blurry to you, something's wrong. You need to yeah. repent. You need to have a conversation with God and be like, Lord, you know, my, my life, my, my surroundings is very sharp, but you're always blurry. And he's going to say, then that lets me know what you're focused on. You know, and and you know what's crazy is that sometimes the things that blur you are little things. Yeah, they're little things that that because you're looking at them and you're so focused on them so much, they just seem so big, but they really aren't. Mm -hmm. And because you're so focused on them, the moment you take your eyes off of them, you then later on you realize that they weren't big after all. No. You know, but the thing is, is because they've <clears throat> taken so much of your attention that they look big. Mm -hmm. It just looks big for the moment. But then you realize it's like, oh, man, it wasn't even big at all. Yeah. You know, it was something so minute. Yeah. And we make them so big. Yeah, you know, like um, Eduardo and Jessica, they, they helped me get some glasses because I had stopped wearing my glasses because the ones I had had a scratch right where the eye was, you know? Mm. And um, Lucky you. Yeah, you need... I told you you need a call. I know, I will. Oh, my gosh, this woman. So I, I just quit wearing them because it would bug me. You know why? Because that little tiny, tiny scratch, my eye would always focus on that. And all I saw was this big old scratch. And then I'll take them off, and it was just a little tiny thing. Mm -hmm. But it would ruin my whole vision. You know, and I like the example you set because sometimes it's the smallest things in your life that you make it big. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that's all you can see. Yeah. That's all you can focus on, you know, and um, and we need to keep our eyes on Christ, guys. We need to be Christ-centered. We need to follow after him, seek after him, you know, and here's the best part is that when our, your eyes are focused on him, he will give you way better direction than you would ever know. Yeah. You know, when um, when I'm walking down the street, I can only see as far as I can see. But if I have a GPS on, I know exactly where the rights, the lefts, where the turns are, where everything is at. You know, so God is better than a GPS. He doesn't only see ahead of you blocks. He sees everything. He sees the past, present, and future at the same time. You know, like when somebody's in a maze, all they can see is where they're at. But if you're in a, in a helicopter looking down at the maze, you see every way. Yeah. You know, and so I would rather trust and look up toward the Lord Amen. than to dwell on, on, on the things on this earth, you know. And it's weird because we go through situations and what the first thing we do? We call our friend, we call this person, we post it on Facebook. 
All you're doing is calling other people that just have very short vision. Why don't you call into God? Yeah. He's the only one. You know, and um, man, sometimes when I see people go through things and they don't call upon God, and, and I'm just like, I thought you knew better. You're just, you're just prolonging this pain. What are you doing? What are you doing? You know? And, um, but I love the fact that Paul says um, to, we're going to end it right here, guys. Um, we says, set your mind and keep focused on the things above, not the things that are on earth, because they only have temporary value. And then this next verse I want to read, the very next verse, and we're going to end it there. Because he's saying, why do you do this? He says, because you died to this world and your new life is hidden with Christ in God. Verse three. It says, your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. Yeah, guys. Yeah. You know, and... I like when it says, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. Well, how's it, New King James? <laughs> Verse 3. It says, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Your life is hidden, guys, in Christ. It reminds me of when Gabe made that, um, yeah. when he did that video. And I love... <coughs> I love when he when he did that. It was a video that um, Gabe uh, had did a very, very long time ago. And he said, how can anything ever penetrate you for this from this world? How can anything come if you're hidden? Yeah. If you're so hidden in Christ, then nothing, nothing can ever touch you. Nothing can come against you. No weapon shall be formed against you. Nothing, because you're hidden in Christ. Yeah. It's that simple. That's just, just so beautiful to know that we're so hidden in Christ that, yeah. that we're not outside. Ugh. We're not, you know, we're not just along the ridge. We're hidden. We're so hidden in Christ. Yeah, exactly. And that's so mm -hmm. wonderful to know. So, guys, we're going to end this. I want to remind you one more time. This Sunday, 10-year celebration for House of Rest. Yes. So many people are coming. We're going to have a packed house. I know we're going to reach finally 100-plus yes. viewers. If we have ever encouraged you, I'm going to say it again, guys. I sound like a broken record. If we've ever encouraged you, ever lifted you up, ever taught you something, ever gave you a different perspective, helped you in your marriage, helped you in your friendship, helped you in your Christian walk in any way. If I ever made you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> then please go live at 10 in the morning with us if you're not local. And let's hit that 100 mark finally. Come on. And if you're local, come have some cake with us. Oh, Come snap. celebrate, with man! Us. You let them know having cake. Poor Adam. Poor everybody. Oh, just I'm Adam, sorry, buy guys. a piece of cake and just eat it when we eat it or something. Yes. You know. So, um, 
Yeah, you know, I told Adam that I wanted to. I, uh, we were listening to his test, the yeah. rest of his testimony today, yeah. and I awesome. messaged him that I would love to do a Zoom and kind of talk about being set free from heroin and and, and just talk a little bit, yeah. you know. And that's something maybe we want to do future a few interviews here and there. Yeah, that was powerful, powerful. You know, somebody else that I would really, really love for her to share a little bit more about her um, testimony as well as Crystal. Mm-hmm. I would really love to continue to hear the rest of her testimony. Oh, yeah. yeah, she did you know? amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> She's the one, the last speaker on Mother's Day? No, mm-hmm. no, not the last. Uh, yes, yeah, she, she Oh, she yeah. was the last. She was the last speaker. Yeah. Yeah, she's, um, her testimony is powerful, guys. Came from... Uh, big meth addiction as well and everything and uh i don't know if you guys know this because she really didn't share much of this but mm-hmm. she is actually uh the director for nirvana which is where um sister lydia counsels from and uh so yeah she's sister lydia's boss but she is the director there yeah. at uh at that rehab um she she just has an amazing testimony is on fire for the lord and um you know so i wish you know she had more than 10 minutes to to share that day but um i'm I'm looking forward to one day hearing her her testimony extensively and just just being able for her to share yeah yeah so um tenure yes 10 years on sunday then the following sunday which is the 23rd we're going to be in Phoenix, Phoenix House of Rest with Tony and Michelle Paleo. We're really excited. We're going to spend Friday the 21st with them only. The 22nd, whoever is coming in, make sure that you get a hold of us or Tony. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're going to, we're sending everybody to the same hotel. That way everybody's together. And Saturday, we're going to fellowship. And Sunday, we're going to have service in Phoenix and some more fellowship. Yeah. I'm really excited. It's been years since I've been to Phoenix. Have you been to Phoenix ever? Or just... I passed through Arizona. Passed through? Yeah. Yeah. Um, back in the darkroom days, I used to go to Phoenix a lot because our we had two major distributors. One was here in the Bay Area. Another one was in Phoenix. That's the distributors who, who would get us in uh, Tower Records, Sam Goody, Warehouse Records, all that stuff. So... Um, our distributor was right there in Phoenix, so we were always flying out to Phoenix, driving out to Phoenix, and I haven't been there in years. But I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward. There's so many people that are going to come from Las Vegas, from different states. Um, I think Trinity is coming from the Four Corners. Did, Oregon, yeah. Robert and Robert yeah. Gallegos and Angelina. They said they bought their tickets, or were they thinking yeah. about it? No, I think they were. They're going to be good. Yeah, I know. And I think uh, Brenda's going to try to go all the way That's from right. Oceanside as well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, and then um, Goodman and his wife. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they decided. They were going to try. Yeah. yeah. And then that other brother. Marlene. That, Marlene and. No, the other brother with them. Remember? He, he hung, hang, out, hang out with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I just know there's a lot of people, guys. I'm really excited. So, 10 years this Sunday, following week. And I'm excited Phoenix. to worship, guys. I, I have not, you know, I have not been up there to, to worship in some time. And I, the Lord has just, has just been blessing me, you know, so much with a, 
opportunity to just, you know, be able to worship him. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because the moment I'm, you know, the moment that I'm, I'm not up there, you know, I just, I, I get a little like, you know, antsy and, and, and it's like the moment I'm up there, it's like every feeling of, of, of my throat, you know, and everything just goes away because I'm just, that's the way it always works. You know, it's like the Lord says, as long as you worship me, then nothing. I'm just so excited. I'm really um, excited to preach, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just so excited to just worship him. I'm excited to preach. Yeah. Um, I'm just blessed. Can't help it. Yeah. It's like like when you say, you know, it's like that that fire in our bones. You know, it's like we're just, yeah. It was funny because my mom and my dad, because they watch the Bible study too. They watch it from home uh, on their TV. You know, and I guess the Bible study yesterday, I guess my mom and my dad or my dad looked at my mom and says, yeah, he's ready to preach on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Because they were kind of concerned because I've been really just, a, you guys know how we've been feeling. And, yeah. Um, you know, my mom and dad have been concerned. We stopped by for a little bit today, mm-hmm. you know, and it was nice to see them. And, man. So, all right, guys. God bless you. Thank you so much. Yeah. See you Sunday. Have a blessed day, guys. Enjoy your coffee. Enjoy your day. We mm. love you guys so much, and yeah, when, always, always thank you for the encouragement and love. I, you know, I continue to get texts and everything from people, and I just, I just love you guys so much, man. You guys are awesome. So, guys, the media is controlled by Abraham and Benjamin. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, when we hit a hundred, because they're the ones that can see the number, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have them say something. So you guys got to share this, man. You know, you got to share it. Yeah, speak up to them, guys. Say hi to them on there because they're constantly looking on there. Yeah, they are. The, the boys are on there. Yeah. You know what, guys? Just between us, I'm going to have a special super chat on a Sunday. Not when people do super chats. When we hit 100. You guys start saying, Abraham, Ben, you know, we hit 100. We hit 100. Keep telling them or do something and in the middle of sunday service you're gonna see a super cat for like three seconds yes and you guys insane. nobody's gonna understand why but you can understand but why. you guys are and you guys gotta be the ones that are gonna tell them you guys we hit it we hit it do it do it you guys gotta push them guys you guys are the gonna you guys are gonna be our eyes okay you guys are gonna be yeah. the ones you know what we even funnier because the congregation won't know what happened. When they signal me in the middle of my preaching, I'm going to be like, super cat! And then I'll just keep preaching. Do it. Do it, guys. Do it. I'm, I'll do it. Yes. If you do it. Yes. If you reach 100, you, I will super cat in y'all the are our middle eyes. of Sunday service with a packed house. And everybody's going to look. I'm going to be in a suit. And be like, did he Did he just yell super cat? I'll, babe, hmm. I'll do $10. No, it's not about money. It's just about hit, hitting the hundred. I know, but it'd be cool because ten dollars, ten ten year anniversary. Oh, yeah, I don't want <laughs> I don't want money, guys. Don't don't. No, we're not no money, guys. No money. We That's just, me. me. We just me. want the numbers to hit a hundred. Yes. Don't send money. Just the gospel is free, and you hear the sermon for free. You know, so when we hit a hundred, boom, they're gonna super cat. I'm gonna say super cat up there. And nobody's going to know but us, and it's going to be our little inside joke. Okay. 
So, so don't you, don't take okay, back so money. Don't take, say take, that. Okay, take that back. No, don't do it. I was just doing it as a sign for me to tell them to do it. Yeah, because then people. Yeah, get crazy we don't ideas. we don't want any of that. I okay. want your money. <laughs> I want your life. Hey, guys. <laughs> Poor job. I'm serious, you guys, but you guys gotta seriously push Ben and Abraham. Okay, and another thing. Another thing, guys. He's sleeping already. Okay, so it's Abraham's birthday. We're celebrating Abraham's birthday too, so we're gonna sing happy birthday to Abraham. You guys, Abraham has been our media guy since he was 12 years old. He has like, <coughs> like seriously, Abraham started by flickering the lights for you. Remember mm -hmm. when he was 12 years old, guys? And Abraham has owned that little position since he was then. So he doesn't know that we are going to surprise him by singing happy birthday to him. And I do, you know, we are going to honor him that day too, you know, because we have never done anything for Abraham Here's ever. Here's what's messed up is that when we're in Phoenix, that's his birthday. His birthday's on the 22nd when <laughs> so we're, we're in like, Phoenix. Oh, so he, he's like, seriously, mom, you're leaving me on my birthday? And I'm like, I'm so sorry, baby, you know? So he doesn't even realize, guys. He really thinks that, you know, that we're not even going to do anything or anything. So on that day, you guys just at towards the end of service, just bombard him with happy birthdays, guys. And, you know, because... We never do anything for him. We never have done anything mm. for him. So we're going to just sing happy birthday to him at the end of service, guys, and just say happy birthday to him. Wish him a happy birthday. That little boy, since he was 12 years old, owned the media little department. And I remember he started off with a little tiny black table. Yeah. The he helped you build a little black thingy, remember? Mm. And he took it on and he's been there since, guys. And now... Now that he's driving his little car, he goes like on his own now. Yeah. It's like he just took ownership of it, guys. And you know what? Praise God for that because it blesses our heart when we see these young men. Now, Benjamin, too. These young men, they have taken ownership of this media department. And these these guys get there early. They're there and they've just taken ownership. And you know what? Praise God for these young men. So... Let's encourage them guys all the time and um, you guys can communicate with them. Be make sure to communicate on there with them. If there's ever something wrong or anything, just let them know, hey Ben, hey, hey Abraham, what's up, you know? So, all right. All right, guys, it's late. Yeah. I got a lot to render. Now it's 38 minutes. So <laughs> see you on Sunday morning and um, let's hit that 100 mark. Yes, let's do so it. So I could yell a random super cat and the whole congregation will look at me crazy. And then I'll just keep preaching, and they'll be like, they won't know what just happened. <laughs> but you guys will know. Are we going to be able to see it on the screen, too, though? See what? When, when... How it, would, why? How, what do you mean? We're not going to be able to see it? See what? I'm confused. Oh, okay. No, we have to be on YouTube to see it. So I'm going to have YouTube open so I can see it. All right, guys. Bye, guys. Let's just prolong another minute to render. Yes. Bye. Bye, guys.